In one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Hazrat Abu Ayyub Ansari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu narrates. In one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Hazrat Abu Ayyub Ansari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu narrates. Says that once Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was on a journey and one Bedouin villager person living deep in the rural areas and in those days especially person who came from these type of environments Bedouins they didn't have the opportunity to learn much etiquette learn how to uh, approach different people on different levels and as we will say the protocols obviously Allah's Nabi Islam had no protocols but there was a certain rank a position a status but these people were not cultured in these things so this person this Bedouin came and he took hold of the reins of the camel that Nabi Islam was riding on now Allah's Nabi Islam what is his position what is his status after Allah Ta'ala is his state, his position and status. And traveling among the Sahaba Kiram, those who are ready to lay their lives down for him. And one person comes now out of nowhere and he grabs hold of the reins. Like now somebody wants to drive in his car and go, one person comes and opens the door. And he's now standing in the way. So a person generally will take offense to this. What's wrong with this person? If he wants to say something, he should excuse himself, ask for permission to say something. Yeah, he comes, he grabs hold of the reins, you can't even move now. But then he asks a question. And the question he asked is, that, Ya Rasulullah, akhbirni bima yuqarribuni min al-jannah wa yuba'iduni min al-nar. أَخْبِرْنِي بِمَا يُقَرِّبُنِي مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ وَيُبَاعِدُنِي عَنِ النَّارِ Tell me what will take me closer to Jannat and distance me away from the fire of Jahannam. Now, the person didn't have that opportunity yet to learn the details of etiquette and all the other aspects that go along with adab. And therefore, because that opportunity was not there yet, he had just come, Allah's Nabi also tolerated that. And generally, the Bedouins would come and do things, and it would be tolerated. One Bedouin comes, comes into the masjid, and then he suddenly had, it wasn't the type of masjids that we have nowadays, it was just bare floor. But nevertheless, it's a masjid. Masjid is not necessarily any building also. It's that piece of land that has been declared masjid. Now that is masjid from the earth to the heavens. This person comes into the masjid and then suddenly he had the urge to relieve himself. He sits in one corner inside the masjid and starts relieving himself. And the sahaba suddenly see this, they are enraged, they want to go in. Allah stops them, no, don't tell him anything. Just leave it now. When he's over, then he gives the sahaba the instructions, watch this place off. And then he calls him with great affection, and great love explains to him, this is not the place for all this, the house of Allah Ta'ala. But to what extent it was tolerated to take the person forward? Unfortunately, many a times, 
we, some person who has come new into deen, but we want to insist that the person must be overnight the type of etiquette and adab that Islam has taught us and which we learned over 30 years, 40 years, that person must love it, learn it overnight. And day he slip up somewhere, then there's a problem. Allah's Nabi Salaam tolerated all this. Here now the person in the middle of nowhere in the road holds on to the reins of the camel. But then he asks such a question that this question encompasses everything that somebody needs to know. In one line he asks the crux of everything. He asked the key of success. Quran Sharif Allah says, The one who has been distanced away from Jahannam and entered into Jannah, he's gained success. This person asked that question. Who is asking? One simple Bedouin. Allah's Nabi was so impressed that when he asked this question, Abu Ayyub Ansari says, فَكَفَّرْ نَبِيُّهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمُ Nabi Sallallahu stopped right there. فَنَظَرَ فِي أَصْحَابِهِ Then he looked at his, the Sahaba that were around. Look at all of them. And then he says regarding this Bedouin, simple person. He says, لَقَدْ وُفِّقَ أَوْ قَالَ لَقَدْ هُدِيَ Subhanallah. This person has really been given this tawfiq from Allah Ta'ala. He has been guided, divinely guided to ask this question. And then Nabi Sallallahu says to him again now because he drew everybody's attention by praising this person for the question he asked. Again Nabi Sallallahu asked him, Kayfa kulta? What did you say? Repeat your question. Now this which Nabi Sallallahu says, Laqad hudiya, laqad wuffiqa. Where does this come from? One simple Bedouin person, illiterate, doesn't know how to read and write, doesn't know the etiquette and adab. Normally we'll judge a person how good the person is in terms of his outward appearance, his etiquette, his adab. Obviously these are important things in deen. But now there's a new person, he's just come. But what gave him that understanding to ask such a concise question? What made it come out? He came out of nowhere, holds on to the reins and he's asking a question. Allah's Nabi Islam is impressed. And he's drawing the attention of the Sahaba around. Look at it, what is asked. The issue is that this comes from the talab inside. This kind of question, this kind of uh, thought, it is developed by something inside. There's a talab, there's a thirst for something. When a person has that genuine talab for something, then the talab will make his mind work, make his heart work. And it'll make every limb work in that direction, how to acquire what is the objective of that talab. And this is the key to success, to create that talab within ourselves. And that talab is the driving force. That will take a person forward. That will take a person to think what he's supposed to do. It'll take a person to ask what he's supposed to know. It'll take a person to learn how to do what he's supposed to do. The talab will drive a person to sacrifice what is meant to be sacrificed. It's talab. This is the key. Jalaluddin Rumi, he gives this very same lesson in one small couplet. 
where he says, Aab kam jo, tishnagi avar badast. He says, don't look too much for water. Don't look too much for water. Rather, instead of that, create the thirst. Don't worry about looking too much for water. Create the thirst. Ta bajoshad ab as bala vapast. When this thirst will come, then the system of Allah Ta'ala is such that when there's a genuine thirst, then the water will come from above, from below. The water will come from every direction. But create the thirst. When the thirst is there, it will drive the person. When the thirst is there, then the person will have this fikr, which is the driving force. The talab will come. And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu if you look at the various hadith, so many different incidents that took place when Nabi Sallallahu created this talab, one is to give instructions. Nowadays we have become experts in that. Everybody all around, our children, our family, our relatives, our neighbors, people in society, whoever we have any authority over, whoever we have some, whatever we go to care for. So we have become experts of giving instructions everywhere. But create the thirst, that person will go for the water. Nabi Salaam used to create the thirst. Sometimes Nabi Salaam would ask a question. Allah ukhbiruka bi afdala min darajati salati wa siyami wa sadaqa. What a thing. Allah's Nabi Salaam was asking the Sahaba. Should I not tell you something which has a greater rank? Greater rank than what? Than salah. Than fasting. Than sadaqa. Now who is talking to? Allah's Nabi Salaam is talking to the Sahaba Ikram. The Sahaba Ikram who had already known the vazail and the virtues of what is Salah, what is the status and position of Salah. Not the Salah that we understand, which is something just to get over with. They knew what Salah all about and what is to be acquired by a Salah. They knew what is fasting all about. They had heard this. That fasting is for me, Allah Ta'ala says, and I myself am the reward. So they knew this. They knew what is the reward of Sadaqah. And Nabi Islam is now asking them a question. Must I tell you? Must I tell you what is greater in rank than all this? Now they would have become all ears. Now this is creating talab. This is creating the thirst for something that will be now given. But it's given after the thirst, now it will be taken wholeheartedly. It will be taken totally. So this was the method of Nabi Islam. Create the thirst. Create the talab. So now the Sahaba say, Bala ya Rasulullah, please do tell us. The Bishlaasum says, Islahu dhatil bain. Wa fasadu dhatil bain hiya al-haliqa. That you want to know what has a greater rank than all this? The lesson of now created the talab. Now the Bishlaasum gives them the message. Higher than all this is Islahu dhatil bain. Mending relationships. Two people have had some problem. Now as a third party to mediate somehow and bring this, these two parties together again. Mend the relationship. This has higher rank than fasting, than salah, than sadaqah. Person spent the whole night in tahajjud, another person fasted the whole day, another person spent 10 million in sadaqah. And one person went and mended relationship between two people. All these are very great amal. Beyond imagination. Imagine the whole night, tahajjud, subhanallah, what an ibadat. Somebody fasts, obviously this refers to all the nafil ibadat. Somebody gives sadaqah, charity, 
all the virtues we've heard so many times. So all very great ibadat. And a person should try and do as much as he can. But here one person went and he brought about love and unity between two people. Nabi Islam is saying that this is beyond that. So in any case, Rasulullah this was his method. He would create this talab. He would create this thirst. And after having created the thirst, then he gave this. And obviously, when this came after that thirst, the Sahaba took it to heart completely, wholeheartedly. So the lesson was this talab. And we find when this talab comes, then a person now is concerned. Hazrat Hanzala is coming out of his house. Nafaka Hanzala. Hanzala has become a munafiq na'uzubillah. This is now, obviously he's talking on his level. For us, what he was thinking about is a very great virtue. Nafaka Hanzala, he's become a munafiq. Why are you thinking of yourself like this? So he says when we are in the company of Nabi Wasallam, we find that as if Jannat and Jahannam are in front of our eyes. That is the feeling and that is the level of Iman that transmits. When we go home, then we become involved with our families, with our children. Then we find that that feeling is no more there. That little change of feeling, that little change of feeling, he felt this is too bad. Nafaka Hanzala. Hanzala has become a munafiq. Now what was this actually? This was a talab for that 100% pass. That made him think like this. Hazrat Umar is that person who Rasulullah said to him, Umar, oh Umar, I saw your abode and palace in Jannat. And among the Ashara and Mubashara, Nabi Sallallahu gives him the glad tidings of Jannah while he's walking on earth. And yet after Rasulullah Sallallahu he asked Hazrat Huzaifa who was the person who Nabi Sallallahu had given the list of the munafiqeen, that I give you a qasam, inform me, tell me if my name is in that list. Who is asking? Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Nabi said to him that I saw your palace in Jannat. And I didn't enter because of knowing your sense of honor, your hoors were there. And he is still so concerned. What is this concern? Where does this come from? If somebody tells us that I saw you in a dream, I saw you in a dream that you were just flying. Forget where flying. Don't worry about flying where. Just flying. Already we are gone to the conclusion, definitely I already flew into Jannat. End of story. What I do or don't do is all done now. And here Allah's Nabi Islam is saying, I saw with my eyes because the dreams of the Anbiya wasalam, is wahi. I saw your abode in Jannat. Allah's Nabi Islam is giving the glad tiding. That Abu Bakrun Abu Bakrin fil Jannah wa Umaru fil Jannah wa Usman fil Jannah the Ashara Mubashara. This person is in Jannat. And how many glad tidings? And he is giving Hazrat Huzaifa putting him to oath. You're not going to hide this from me. I don't know about anybody else. But tell me if my name is there in the list of munafiqeen. Where does this come from? There's the same talab. The talab that I must get to the end result. I must get to the goal, to the objective. The objective is the raza of Allah Ta'ala. The objective is Jannat. To be with Allah's Nabi Wasallam in Jannat. So nothing must become an obstacle in my way. So how will I get there? This is the, the talab now. 
So this is the key to develop that talab within ourselves. Within ourselves, within those around us. And when this talab is created, then this is the driving, driving force. This takes a person forward. And where will this talab come from? This is such a key factor, such a fundamental aspect. Where will this talab come from? So this talab will come, there are many, many things that this talab will come from. For example, one example we take, many, many people's lives have changed with what? Their lives have changed by reading about the Talibin. The Talibin referring to those who got talab. Now what are for book of Fazail Amal, the Hikayat Sahaba. Who are the Sahaba? They had the highest level of talab. We're just talking about their talab. Person reading about their lives finds something changing within himself. And then all the virtues of the Amal, this creates talab. And there are many, many things. But the one very, very simple way of creating talab, and which is the most effective way of creating talab, is to be in the company of those who have talab. To associate with those who have talab, this talab must pass on. Because this talab, they, like we just spoke just now, Rumi Rahmatullah's little couplet, they don't worry too much about looking for water, create the thirst. Now imagine one's self sitting in the company of somebody who is drinking something, it's a hot day, he's drinking something very cool and you can actually hear the Alhamdulillah coming out of his heart each time he's drinking. The person who wasn't even thirsty also, merely seeing this he feels thirsty. You see somebody eating and the way that person is eating, you just finish it already, you feel hungry. Because the way he's slurping away, that it makes you feel that I got to be part of this. Merely being in the company of somebody who's got talab. This is what talab is all about. For example, food, a person is hungry. What is hunger? Hunger is the talab for food. A person is thirsty, thirst. Thirst is a talab for water. That is it, talab. Being in the association, associating with those who have talab will create talab. That is why people go in the company of the Ahlullah, the Mashaykh. And sometimes they spend a minimal amount of time, but with the correct niyat, with the correct adab, in the correct manner, and the person's life turns around. Then suddenly what he couldn't be woken up for, that Fajr Salah, now he's waking others up. Where did this come from? From the association with those who have talab. So nevertheless, this was the one point that we needed to take from here, that this Sahabi, this Bedouin, he comes and asks this question, this question emanated from the talab inside. He wanted something. And Nabi Islam was so impressed with this. Nabi Islam asked the Sahaba, you heard something? Then Nabi Islam, after making him repeat the question. Now the question was so concise. Now, if we have to be asked something like this, say, look, you'll have to come over many sessions and I'll be able to just only complete the introduction in that time. We can't say it in any other way. And that too we won't be able to say it properly. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu is after all Jawami'ul Kalim. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him where he had the ability of putting the entire ocean in a teacup rather in a teaspoon. That concise question he asked, Nabi Sallallahu answered the whole, question, whole ocean of knowledge in a couple of words, let alone a couple of lines. 
There's many, many hukuk and various other obligations of a person is not mentioned in here. This was the jawami'ul kalim, the aspect of being able to bring the whole ocean into a teacup, into a teaspoon. That Nabi Wasallam, that's what he did in this. The whole deen is in here. But, obviously he asked such a concise question, while on journey, Nabi Wasallam is seated on a camel, and he's moving, he's on the move, and this person stops him in the middle of the road. So he gets an answer that is so concise now that elaboration of that answer will take a lifetime. So Nabi Islam starts off by saying that you worship Allah alone and don't commit any shirk. This is the root of everything. Tawheed. The oneness of Allah. Believing in Allah Ta'ala and believing in Allah Ta'ala as He is. In His oneness and all His attributes. And not ascribing any partners to Allah Ta'ala any partners of any sort, completely immersing oneself in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala alone. So this is the first thing Nabi Islam says. This Tawheed, the La Ilaha, the not describing any partners of Allah Ta'ala, taking out all the Ghayrullah. Hazrat Hazrat one couplet of his, where he gives this reality, La Ilaha Illallah, Muqaddam hai kalimah Tawheed mein. That is kalimah tawheed, la ilaha illallah. The first part is la. There's a negation. That there's a negation first of everything besides Allah Ta'ala. Ghayr haq jab jaye hai, tab haq dil mein a jaye hai. First when the ghayr Allah will leave the heart, then Allah Ta'ala will come in the heart. Now the person has all the idols, the mushrikeen worship the idols, 360 idols in the country they had. Sometimes Allah forbid have more idols inside our hearts. That internet and that chatting and that cell phone and whatever else, all the social networks and all the things have brought in so many idols within us. And that's apart from all the previous idols that have come, been coming along with us. As a result, we find we can get no way in terms of our progress to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. We'll first have to make la ilaha, negate all these idols, remove all these idols person wants to pour something into a utensil, first he'll have to empty it. He'll have to empty it, and especially if it is dirt in there, he'll have to clean it. Now that pure milk he'll pour, he'll it. So first is the Laila, removing all these idols and these false deities of <coughs> whether we've made wealth the idol, whether we've made fame the idol, whether we've made the chasing after the nafsi pleasures the idol, Somebody has made some illicit relationship, his idol, and all these other various things. And for many, these things have become real idols. Sometimes, person says, I cannot do without being on the internet. Impossible, I can't sleep without it. I'll have to go and watch whatever. Without, I won't get sleep. Now, what is that? Person says, I wake up, the first thing I do, what I do, I got to do it. I'm addicted to it, the words that I used. Do what? So I'm going to tweet when I wake up. 
First time we heard the word Twitter, we thought it came from twit. We wondered, where is the link with these two things? Allah knows best. But the person says, I got to wake up and tweet, tweet. He says, my tweet, I woke up. <laughs> Subhanallah. So, when these idols will come out of our hearts, then this will create the space for the love of Allah to come in the heart. So this is the first thing says. This is the root of everything. This is the foundation. Without this foundation, a person can do anything and everything. It's trying to build a house without a foundation. It's only going to collapse. It cannot stand. After this tawheed, and this includes all the aqaid, all the beliefs that have to be in place. Without this, nothing is of value. And many times, without any care, without thinking, we just make statements, we utter things. Allah forbid sometimes these statements are so dangerous, they take a person out of the fold of Islam. In one place, one Muslim educator, in whoever, openly says, person reads namaz, everything. Openly, I don't believe that this is right. not right, na'uzubillah, that a woman must get half the share of a man in inheritance. I believe this is, I don't feel this is right. Don't feel what is right, the ayat of Allah Ta'ala, the Quran Sharif of Allah Ta'ala, this is a statement that takes a person out of the fold of Islam. Now people try to talk to the person and say, no, I don't think this is right. The person can perform tahajjud the whole night, make hajj every year, and give every last penny that the person earns in sadaqah, but there's no iman. Iman is gone with the statement, denying one aspect, one fundamental aspect of deen, which is established from the Quran and from any hadith of that caliber and that category, which is mutawatir. Iman goes. So this is the very foundation of everything. And then Nabi Islam says, Tuqimus Salah or Tu'tiz Zarah. Now there's no other ibadat in deen. Is there only Salah, only Zakat? Nothing else besides this. And thereafter, Nabi Sallallahu mentions one third thing, Tasilur Rahim. But as we said, that this was encompassing the entire ocean in a little drop, in a teaspoon. Din is only, in the, all the ahkam of din are in only two classifications, two categories. One is, Hukukullah. And the other is Hukukul Ibad. The rights of Allah Ta'ala and the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. There's no third category. It's either the right of Allah Ta'ala or the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. In the rights of Allah Ta'ala, there are many, many things. But the height of it is Salah. That is the pinnacle of all the Hukukullah. Salah. Therefore, five times a day, a person has made the claim of loving Allah Ta'ala. He said, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. So that was the first thing. Ta'budullah wa la tushiku bihi shay'a. That you've made this claim. Now, you made the da'wah with the dalil. You've made the claim of the love of Allah Ta'ala. Now you must prove it. So how you prove it? A person has love. A person is closely attached to somebody. Then he visits regularly. So now you visit the house of Allah Ta'ala five times a day. Ya Allah, Fajr has come. My sleep is really very sweet. But Ya Allah, I love you more. I'll leave the sleep now. My Allah Ta'ala is more beloved to me. The December month has come and Zuhar time has come 
and the till has also started ringing. Ya Allah, I love you more than all this. My Rabb has called now. Hayya ala al-falah. Come to success, success now here in the house of Allah. So the love of Allah Ta'ala now, my, I will prove it. Leave everything and go to the house of Allah Ta'ala now. Asr, Maghrib, Isha. The peak of it, the pinnacle of it is now, Salah. Of all the hukukullah. After Tawheed. And Salah is that ibadat which is a combination of all the ibadats. In Salah is the takbir. In Salah is tasbih. In Salah is tilawat. In Salah is ruku and humbling oneself of tawazu. And the height of tawazu in sajda. And a person makes sajda, then every bit of him is making sajda. Every hair on his head is making sajda. And he'll get sawab for every hair's sajda too. Even if a person doesn't have too much hair also, inshallah, he'll get all the sawab. One person, as time goes, obviously, starts, hair starts turning out. So one person was getting quite bald. So somebody asked him that, uh, you know, you're losing all your hair. He says, well, that's life now. Not really any problem. Said, but I do have one, one issue only that's really perturbing me about losing my hair. Because he starts turning out from the front and receding backwards. Say, only I don't know because when you make guzu, you must make guzu. Wash the face up to the hairline. I don't know how far back I have to wash my face up to half my head or what. See, that's the only problem I'm having. Otherwise, no problem. This is life now. It's one of those things. So in any case, the point is that salah, this is the peak of it. This is the pinnacle. So salah, when a person has become punctual on his salah, this is a physical ibadat. And then zakat throughout the Quran Sharif, where salah is mentioned, zakat is alongside. وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُ الزَّكَاةِ More than 700 times in the Quran Sharif. So zakat side by side, this is the monetary ibadat. Ibadats of two types, either physical monetary. So everything else has come under the umbrella of these two greatest forms of ibadat, which are in the category of hukukullah. And a person who has truly brought salah in his life. One is the salah that we perform, last in, first out. We work on labor law. So that is the labor law, last in, then you must come first out as well. Otherwise somebody else will be offended that this person came last and I have to go out first. So, and then, as somebody described it, up, down, kiss the ground and quickly back to town. So that kind of salah obviously is not going to bring the result that salah is meant to bring. That salah, the effect of that salah, provided it is salah, the effect of that salah is that when a person steps out of the masjid, then his gaze will still be low. That what he did inside the house of Allah Ta'ala, that when he said Allahu Akbar, his gaze was on the place of sajda. And he didn't look left and right. Now when he'll walk out of the house of Allah Ta'ala, the salah will keep his gaze low. And he won't be looking around and casting lustful glances. And he won't be sitting in the privacy of his home and looking at haram. But when that salah becomes salah, then this will be the effect. So when the person has developed salah to this manner, and develop zakat properly, then all the other ibadat will naturally flow out of him. When a person has become truly conscious of these two ibadats, then he won't shirk with anything else. So the whole aspect of hukukullah is covered. And then Nabi Wasallam gives him one third thing. rahim. Now we said there's two categories, hukukullah, and the other is hukukul ibad, the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. The rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala, the peak of it all, under which everything else flows, and which is 
the overarching umbrella of all the hukukul ibad. Nabi says, rahim, you maintain family bonds, maintain family ties, kinship. You want to go to Jannat, you want to stay far away from Jahannam, but this is it. There's your prescription. Now, bus, that's all. Maintain family ties. But this is where we slip. The top of the list in family ties are our own parents. Who can be beyond the parents in a person's life? But what is the condition out in society? We well aware of. Then the rest of the family, as the categories go, al akrab fal akrab, those who are closest first, they right. Then who are next in rank? So to maintain these family bonds, Nabi Salaam is saying the prescription to Jannat. And there is so much that is mentioned in the ahadith regarding this, that one will be astounded. And there is so much of virtues mentioned for it, that it is mind-boggling. The time is very limited to go into all those very details, but just to take one or two ahadith. In one hadith, Nabi Salaam says, that man ahabba ayyubsad lahu fi rizqihi wa yunsa'a lahu fi atharihi falyasil rahima. The person who wants to have barakat in his life, barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth. Now this is one tashkeen which 100% will get names. Nobody will ever be of that uh, category which is, look, this don't worry about me, leave me out, I'll stand on side. Give the barakat to everybody else. Barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth, everybody wants. Person who has almost now is knocking on the door of 102, you say, you want barakat in your life? Definitely, you want barakat in his life. You want barakat in your wealth also? Yes, I want barakat in my wealth also. He says, but now, the doctor said, you are probably mehman, you got one, two days left. Say, but the barakat must get, whatever it is. So barakat in our life and barakat in our wealth, everybody wants. Nabi Islam is giving us a prescription. Fal rahima. Then let him maintain family ties. Allah Ta'ala has kept in here. Barkat in life and wealth, Allah Ta'ala has kept it in maintaining family ties. In one hadith, Nabi Islam says, bil arsh. That this kinship, family ties, it has been given a form. And where is it? It is suspended to the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And it is constantly making dua. What dua is making? Taqul, man wasalani wasalahullah, wa man qata'ani qata'ahullah. Ya Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Where this dua is being made? By the arsh. Ya Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Allah Ta'ala maintains somebody, what else he wants? Wa man qata'ani qata'ahullah. Ya Allah, the one who cuts me off, then you cut him off also. Where is dua being made? At the arsh. So Nabi Islam is giving the whole of hukukul bad in two words. Watasil rahimak. Watasilur rahim. That maintain those family bonds. And what is the meaning of maintaining family bonds? Who will get this barakat in his life, barakat in his wealth? Will get this dua? Nabi Islam says the person who does good for good, you scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of story. That is only human nature. Somebody is good to us, will be good to him. That's human nature. If a person is bad to somebody who is good to him, then that is lower than that. Human nature is, he'll be good to the person. Silahmi and akhlaq is that the person who is treating us in a negative way, we go ahead and treat him positively.
person who is rude to you, you are sweet to him. The person who is harsh to you, you are soft with him. The person who wants to cut off ties from you, you are joining ties with him. This Nabi Salaam is saying to us, this is Silakmi. And for this is all these great virtues. And the negative side is, when a person cuts these bonds, his du'as are not accepted. Now a person is standing at the Kaaba Sharif, holding the ghilaf, he's standing at Multazam, and he's beseeching Allah Ta'ala, but he has cut family ties and come. In fact, in one hadith it comes, that that gathering where somebody has cut family ties, Allah's Rahmat doesn't even descend on that gathering too. So this is deen. Many a times we restrict deen to only one part, which is also deen. A person performs his salah diligently, he makes tasbih, zikr, he makes effort of deen. This is definitely deen and a very great part of deen. But deen is not restricted only to this. All this is deen. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu gave us the hukukullah also. He gave us the very fundamental issue of iman and tawheed. That there's love to be created in the heart. For Allah wa ta'ala. That love needs to be developed. That a dog has a master and the master throws it the leftovers, the scraps, the bones. But it also shows its love and affection for the master. The master drives into the yard, the dog comes wagging his tail. And here Allah Ta'ala gives us innumerable, countless ni'mads. But we don't wake up to thank Allah Ta'ala. The Fajr Salah comes and goes, but that sleep that Allah Ta'ala gave us. Ask a person who has the problem of insomnia and he's tossing and turning the whole night. Ask him what a ni'mad sleep is. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the whole night of sweet sleep. Now Allah Ta'ala says, my banda, show my love. Show the love you have for me. Now come for the Fajr Salah. He says, no, my sleep is more beloved than Allah Ta'ala. My banda, leave that business now. Leave that job and occupation. Come and prove your love. Your dog shows its love to you. You give it a few scraps and it looks after your house the whole night. So what love are you going to display? Well, the person says, no, but now I'm too busy. And now I have this problem and I now I have that and whatever else. So this is, Nabi Sallallahu gave us even that. In this one little hadith sharif, in these few words, gave us this whole chapter of the love of Allah Ta'ala. This whole aspect of iman and tawheed gave us the entire hukukullah. And in one word gave us the whole hukukul ibad and put the whole of deen in a nutshell. And there's a prescription to jannat. So deen is all encompassing. Every facet of our life Deen is catered for. And a person is deen dar. He's a person on deen when there's deen in him. A person only has a staring and he's sitting and he's turning around. He says, what are you doing? He says, I'm driving my car. If I only got a staring in your hand, it might be the staring of the most expensive car that you can buy. But it's just a staring. It's not the car. Somebody's got four wheels only. He says, you'll have to push those wheels along. It can't take you anywhere. You only got four wheels. What's that? Not a car. You'll have to have the whole vehicle. Now you're driving a car. So we'll have to have the whole vehicle of deen. That whole vehicle of deen will take us directly to Jannat. Otherwise, there's going to be a breakdown somewhere. You still got part of the vehicle, but there'll be a puncture somewhere. There might be a blowout somewhere. And when there's a blowout, sometimes it capsizes. Allah forbid it doesn't capsize us for a while into Jannah. So this is the issue that we have to bring complete deen in our lives. Allah, Allah wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran Sharif, Enter into Islam completely, totally. So on the one hand, we have to bring the Iman and the Tawheed in our lives, the love of Allah wa ta'ala, 
develop this talab, this search, this thirst. And together with that, when the talab comes, and we have to create side by side the knowledge of all these things we have to acquire and bring in all these amal in our lives, all the hukukullah, the hukukul ibad. It is not that a person is excellent in one department, he's performing the hukukullah very well. When it comes to hukukul ibad, now the person is totally neglecting the hukukul ibad. The neglecting hukukul ibad will cause a person to lose all his hukukullah ibadat also. A person has to be conscious of all the aspects. Indeed, we are insan, we are very weak. We have our weaknesses, we have our mistakes. We keep turning to Allah wa ta'ala, keep begging His help, begging His forgiveness, and we make that effort to move forward. And as mentioned, that the key to all this is to create the talab, and the talab will come, and we will associate with those who have talab. And this will pass on. We be in the environments that will create talab. Go out in the path of Allah wa ta'ala. A person morning till evening is in an environment that will create talab. He's hearing about the talibin all the time. He's hearing about those who had this thirst. The stories of the sahaba kiram the stories of the great pious predecessors. He is practically engaging in that kind of amal. And by associating with those who have this in their hearts, this is something that, that goes heart to heart. In that association, in that companionship. Allah Ta'ala give me also the tawfiq and bless us all with this. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil Have Before taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bear in mind that when a person takes the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the niyat must be that to attain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is absolutely imperative that whilst we take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it must not be in a state of heedlessness. Very, very essential that we actually focus, and it was the Shafiq Ulum rahmatullah always emphasized. When a person is making a dhikr of Allah SWT, then make sure that he keeps his physical eyes closed and he keeps the, the, the eyes of his heart open, inshallah. This is said 12 times of the ikhlas. Ya Allah, isko kubur farma. Isko thawab Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam ki ruhi tayyiba ko aur pure ummat ke Muslimat ko shamil farma. By before taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa taala, we have been involved in numerous sins also. So before we take the name of Allah subhanahu wa taala, let us recite eleven times istighfar to make our tongue somewhat deserving of taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa taala.
for spiritual sustenance, let us write 11 times Ya Basaku that our hearts become receptive to need to take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The du'as of dhikr is repeat after me. Allahumma iftah aqfala qulubina bidhikrik wa atmim alayna ni'matak wa asbig alayna min fadlik waj'alna min ibadika as-salihin Allahumma iftah masami'a qulubina bidhikrika وارزقنا طاعتك وطاعة رسولك وعملا بكتابك اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم طهر قلبي عن غيرك ونور قلبي بنور معرفتك أبداً Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ki Muhammad Nasif Arma, Qala Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Adhalu Dhikri La Ilaha Illa Allah, La Ilaha Illa Allah, La Ilaha Illa Allah, La Ilaha Illa Allah, La ilaha illa Allah 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma tahir qalbi an ghayri ونور قلبي بنور معرفتك أبدا يا الله يا الله يا الله يا الله في محبة نصيف فرما إلا الله 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 إلا 
محبت نصیب فرما اللہ 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 اللہم طہر قلبی عن غیرک ونور قلبی بنور معرفتک ابداً یا اللہ یا اللہ یا اللہ یا اللہ کی محبت نصیب فرما تیک اللہ تعالیٰ اسم ذاتی اسم باقی و گریٹ عدب و رسپیکٹ thinking that our ruh has left the physical body, it has gone out towards the heavens, it is now under the arsh of Allah SWT, enjoying the torrents of nur that are, that are gushing forth under the arsh of Allah SWT. Remember, take the name of Allah Taala with great muhabbat, intense sincerity, having full yaqeen that every time we take the name of Allah SWT, every particle of blood, every follicle of hair, every crevice in our body is experiencing the anwarat, the blessings of the name of Allah SWT. Take Allah Ta'ala's name with great respect. Allah, 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 Allah,
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا وشفيعنا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وأنزله المقعد المقرب عندك يوم القيامة يا أول الأولين ويا آخر الآخرين ويا ذا القوة المتين ويا راحم المساكين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا أول الأولين ويا آخر الآخرين ويا ذا القوة المتين ويا راحم المساكين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا أول الأولين ويا آخر الآخرين ويا ذا القوة المتين ويا راحم المساكين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا رحم الراحمين يا رحم الراحمين يا رحم الراحمين يا حنان يا منان يا حنان يا منان يا حنان يا منان اے میرے پیارے اللہ ہمارے سب گناہوں کو معاف فرما اللہ کا بہت کمزور ہے اللہ خطا کار ہے اللہ مجرم ہے اللہ گناہ میں ڈوبے ہوئے ہے اللہ اے میرے پیارے اللہ مہربانی فرما اللہ ہمارے سب گناہوں کو معاف فرما اللہ فقیر ایچ این ایوری سن فوز اللہ وی آر ایکسٹریملی ویک اللہ وی آر ایمرشٹ ان سنز اللہ یا اللہ اور فیسز ہیو بیکم بلیکن بیکاز آف سنز اللہ یا اللہ وی آر ایکسپیرینسی نیومرس آرٹیکلز ان اوور لائف بیکاز آف اوور سنز اللہ وی امپلائی یا اللہ وی پلید انٹو یو اللہ فقیر ایچ این ایوری سنز فوز اللہ the day Allah forgive the sins of the night Allah forgive the sins that we have committed voluntarily Allah forgive the sins that we have committed involuntarily Allah forgive the sins that we have committed in public ya Allah forgive the sins that we have committed in solitude ya Allah forgive the sins that we are aware of Allah forgive the sins that you are aware of Allah ya arhamar rahim 
زمین معافی کا قلم پھیر دیجئے میرے اللہ اے اللہ معافی کا قلم پھیر دیجئے اللہ مہربانی فرما اللہ گناہ کی نفرت ہمارے دلوں کے اندر پیدا فرما اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ کوز ڈیٹیشن اف سنز ان وہات اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ کوز ڈیٹیشن اف سنز ان وہات اللہ یا اللہ سیو اس فرام ایوری ایونیو اف سنز اللہ سیو اس فرام دی پلیسز اف سن اللہ سیو اس فرام دی انٹینشنز اف سنز اللہ سیو اس فرام دی تھاٹس اف سنز اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ سیو اس فرام ایوری ایونیو اف سن اللہ اے میرے پیارے اللہ اپ ہی کی حفاظت کے اندر ہم کو لے لیجئے میرے اللہ مہربانی فرما اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ وی سیک یور پروٹیکشن اللہ وی ار ایکسٹریملی ویک اللہ ایکسپٹ اور فورگیونس اللہ اللہ ایکسپٹ اور فورگیونس اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ یو نو وی ار ویک اللہ یا اللہ الدو وی ہیو سوٹ فورگیونس اللہ وی نو دیٹ وی ار گوئنگ ٹو میک ایرز اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین تھرو یور یا اللہ تھرو یور فضل اللہ تھرو یور مرسی اللہ کیپ اس ان یور اوبیڈینس اللہ اللہ تھرو یور مرسی اللہ کیپ اس ان یور اوبیڈینس اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین کہاں جا سکتا ہے میرے اللہ صرف آپ ہی کا دروازہ ہے میرے اللہ مہربانی فرما اللہ رحم فرما دیجئے اللہ کرم فرما دیجئے اللہ ہمارے کمزور ہاتھ پر رحم فرما یا ارحم الراحمین بلس اس ان روزی اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین ریموو آل ابسٹیکلز اللہ بلس اس الحلال طیب روزی اللہ سیو اس فرام ایوری ایونیو اف حرام اللہ یا اللہ سیو اس فرام ڈیتس اللہ یا اللہ دوز ار انوالو ان ڈیتس یا اللہ ارحم الراحمین ریموو دی ڈیتس ود عافیت اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین ایکسپٹ اور روزی فور یور دین اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین روحانی اور جسمانی تندرست نصیب فرما اخلاق رزیلہ کو نکاح کر اخلاق حمیدہ سے منور مشرف فرما دیجئے میرے اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ یا اللہ سیو اس فرام ڈاکٹرز اینڈ ہاسپٹلز اللہ کیپ اس ان گڈ فزیکل اینڈ اسپریچوئل ہیلتھ اللہ یا اللہ نیور لیٹ اس بی ڈیپینڈنٹ آن اینی اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین کیپ اس فرم آن ایمان اللہ یا اللہ کیپ اس فرم آن ایمان اللہ یا اللہ کیپ اس فرم آن ایمان اللہ اے میرے پیارے اللہ ایمانی امتحانات سے بچا لے اللہ اللہ ایمانی امتحانات سے بچا لے اللہ اے اللہ ایمانی امتحانات سے بچا لے اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین ڈونٹ ٹیسٹ تو ایمان اللہ اللہ پریزرو یا اللہ ایمان کیپ اس ٹیٹ فاسٹ آن ایمان اللہ اینڈ یا اللہ لیٹ اس یا اللہ انوالو سیلف ان دوز اعمال دیٹ ول پریزرو ایمان اللہ یا اللہ میک اور ہاؤس دا گارڈن اف جنہ اللہ یا اللہ ریموو آل دوز حرام تھنگز اللہ یا اللہ لیٹ اس امبائر دا سنہ اللہ گرانٹ دا توفیق اف میکنگ ذکر اللہ گرانٹ دا ٹائم اف میکنگ تلاوت اللہ یا اللہ میک اس یا اللہ گیو گرانٹ دا توفیق اف فلفلنگ دا ابلیگیشنز اف وائفز اینڈ اور چلڈرن اینڈ اور پیرنٹس اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین ریموو یا اللہ آل دا ویز اف دا کفار اللہ گرانٹ یا اللہ یا اللہ ریموو آل دا یا اللہ دا لف فور دا کفار اللہ یا اللہ لیٹ اس یا اللہ اٹون اور سلف یا اللہ ٹو دا یا اللہ ٹو دا طریقہ اف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم لیٹ اس لو اینڈ اونر دا طریقہ اف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ یا اللہ میک اور ہارٹس فرٹائل یا اللہ سو دیٹ وی اڈاپٹ دا سنہ اف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ان ایوری فیسٹ اف اور لائفز یا اللہ میرے پیارے اللہ ایک دن مرنا ہے میرے اللہ ایک دن مرنا ہے اخر موت ہے میرے اللہ اے میرے پیارے اللہ یا اللہ مہز اپ کا فضل کرم سے یا اللہ یا اللہ تھرو یور فضل اینڈ یور مرسی یا اللہ ایٹ دیٹ کریٹیکل جنکشن اف دیٹ اللہ یا اللہ وی امپلائی یو یا اللہ وی امپلائی یا اللہ سیو اس فرام دی ٹچری اف شیطان ایٹ دی ٹائم اف دیٹ اللہ اے اللہ سیو اس فرام دی ٹچری اف شیطان ایٹ دی ٹائم اف دیٹ اللہ سیو اس فرام دی ٹچری اف شیطان ایٹ دی ٹائم اف دیٹ اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین میک دی ڈے اف گیونگ دس دی گریٹس ڈے ان اور لائفز اللہ یا اللہ میک اور یا اللہ دی اور گریوز یا اللہ دی گارڈنز اف جنہ یا اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ میک دی ڈے اف قیامہ یا اللہ الیکٹورا کا دی اللہ نفل نماز اللہ یا ارحم الراحمین یا اللہ گرانٹ اس کمپلیٹ فورگیونس یا اللہ اینڈ انٹر انٹو دی فردوس ود اور حساب کتاب یا اللہ یا اللہ کمپلیٹ فورگیونس یا اللہ اینڈ انٹر انٹو دی فردوس ود اور حساب کتاب اللہ کمپلیٹ فورگیونس یا اللہ اینڈ انٹر انٹو دی فردوس ود اور حساب کتاب اے میرے پیارے اللہ مدینہ پاک کی مٹی نصیب فرما اللہ گرانٹ اس موت مدینہ اللہ یا اللہ گرانٹ اس موت مدینہ یا اللہ دی ٹائم اف تحجد یا اللہ ان مسجد النبوی یا اللہ ان ریاض الجنہ یا اللہ وائس وی 
in salah, Ya Allah, in sajda, Ya Allah. Why if you are hymning your praises, Allah, your Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is happily looking at his ummati, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, our ruh, Ya Allah, flutters into your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, undoubtedly it is a tall order, Ya Allah, but Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Allah, you are granting the tawfiq of making this dua to accept this dua, Ya Allah. You make Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Allah, our action deserving of such that we are that we are deserving of bhakti, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, have mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, wherever they are Muslims, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, according to your shan and according to your majesty, Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, endow us, Ya Allah, with every need of this world and in the akhirah, Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Allah, bohot be'adab hai, Allah. Be'danga pan hai, Ya Allah. Dua maane ka tariqa nahi aata, Ya Allah. Bin maange ata farma, Allah. Ya Allah, bin maange ata farma. Ya Allah, we are so disrespectful, Allah. We don't even know how to ask, Allah. Ya Allah, grant us without asking, Allah. Grant us without asking, Allah. Grant us without asking, Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'araka minhu nabiyuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shalli masta'ad minhu nabiyuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta al-sami'u al-alim wa tubahalina ya maulana innaka anta al-tawwab al-rahim jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ahluhu subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma ya